when the cares of life are just too much and I have to drink a bitter cup when I come to you in desperate cries but it's
sense in me saying anything about that song. You just heard it yourself. Oh, my soul. Praise his holy name today. I'm glad there is a steal. Mm. Amen. Miss Sarah, you come. You sing for us this morning. And uh, don't forget to check that thing I told you about. Uh, that transposed thing. Is it good? Okay. <clears throat> um, I I met them uh, in person at Brother Torin Dismukes. Some of you may remember him from coming to our camp meeting a few years. And uh, matter of fact, the week after our camp meeting, went down there for a couple days. Met Brother Jordan and uh, Miss Sarah was singing. And uh, I don't remember a whole lot about that meeting. It, it's as if I needed so much. While we were there, and God just turned the bucket upside down and beat on the top of it, tried to give me everything that He could. I was only there for a day and a half, and my soul, what He did for me that week. And uh, they were there last night, and I asked Miss Sarah, I said, Now, I was kind of out of it most of that meeting. I said, But I vaguely remember you playing and singing. And so you pray for her as she sings. I know it'll bless you. And then we'll hear from Brother Jordan.
Job chapter number 14, and I just want to uh, share this thought with you, read some scripture to you. Normally the way that I would preach is expositional. I would, would go through a text and uh, I'm not going to do that this morning and that scares me to death. Uh, I'm going to preach this one verse and I'm going to try to take us back and remind us about some things that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, so you bear with me and I'm going to try to make this as expositional as I possibly can. Job chapter number 14, verse 1. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you for all that you've done for us. Lord, we need you now more than ever, Lord, as we open the Word of God. God, as we uh, share our hearts and pour our hearts out. And God, you know, Lord, uh, Lord, that I was torn about where to go. And Father, I pray, Lord, that this would be exactly what you'd have for us, Lord. We know that your Word won't re- uh, return void. And so we ask you, Lord, if there be anybody here, Lord, that's lost, we pray you save them. Lord, for those that are struggling, we pray that you would help them. We love you and thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Aren't you thankful that we have a Bible or the Word of God that helps Helps us and comforts us. I want to read this verse, this one verse, and then I want to give you six or seven things really fast. I I even have the verses wrote down on my iPad. I'm going to read out of my Bible, but you take the you take the uh, the reference and write it down if you're taking notes. Job chapter number fourteen and verse number one. The Bible says, "A man that is born of a woman." Raise your hand if you had a mom. Raise your hand if you have a mom. Everybody in here has had a mom. I'm not saying you know her. I'm not saying she's alive. Raise it back up. Everybody in here, I'm just making sure. Amen. Thank God for our mothers. Amen. This ain't a Mother's Day message, but it might just be. Thank God for our mothers. But the Bible says, man that is born of a woman is what? Is a few days and full of trouble. I want to preach this thought this morning on we don't have much time, we are troubled in this world, but thank God, number one, we have a Savior. We have a Savior. How are we able to make it in the days where we are? If it's been bad today, it's been bad this year, it seems like it's been bad in 2021. Uh, I, I'm telling you, it's terrible. But thank God, if you're saved by the grace of God, you have a Savior that sticks by you and stands with you. And you don't have to quit. You don't have to give up. I love that story that you told, uh, that he got a fresh glimpse of Calvary. What if he didn't get a fresh glimpse of Calvary? Would this place even be here today? I want to stop on record and say, thank God, we have a Savior to help us in our troubles and our trials. And the more and more I think about it, the songs that we sing that encourage us and help us, we we have a Savior. The Bible says, but God commended His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The Bible says in Acts 4.12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. We have a Savior. The world, they have a lot of things. And they can have a Savior. They can't be saved. But the church, in the day and hour that we're living in, we're not defeated. I love that song. I'm on the winning side. But I want to say this. I love it. I'll sing it right now. Praise God. And it'll be... Uh, it'll be it'll be terrible if I sing it. One preacher said it the other day. We've already won. We're just waiting 
until the whistle blows. I'm not, we're not winning and there's a possibility that the, the devil's going to come back and defeat us. We have already won. We have a 70 point lead. Praise God. And Jesus Christ, he's about to call us off of the bench. The game is about to be over. Thank God that we are not just on the winning side. We've already won. We've, the, the, the devil has not even, he's not even gained a little bit of ground with COVID, with anything, with president, whatever his name is. He's not even won a little bit. He's a loser. He's a defeated foe. We're the ones that have won. And we're just waiting until this thing is over. We're waiting until the whistle to blow. We're third, uh, he's got the third string in. Praise God. He's got even the fourth string in. Hey man, he's got the fourth string in and we've already won. I thought yesterday's game was going to be a lot different. Alabama, and I almost said Alabama. It's Alabama and Florida. No, it was close. No, this is like Alabama versus the high school here in town. We're we're way above it. We're on the. We've won. We're not just on the winning side. I know what the song's saying. I love that song. We've already won. It's over. There's no chance for the enemy to come back. We got a savior. Matthew 121, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Got a savior this, this morning. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not waiting. He's not waiting to do you harm. He's not waiting for you to fall and mess up so he can, he can take away your salvation. He's not waiting for you to uh, not read your Bible or not pray to Him. Oh my, He's not hovering over us, watching us and waiting for us to do wrong. Thank God He's there to help us, to lead us, and to guide us. Amen. Don't serve a Savior who wants to harm me and hurt me. The fear of God does not put... It's not the fear of man. It's that we have reverence to Him and for Him. We have a Savior. We have very few days. We're full of trouble on every end. I mean, it's... Listen, church, we can close our eyes to the things that are going on, but it's really bad now, and I'm really glad now that we have a Savior who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And He's not, he's not fixing a change right now for whoever's in leadership. He's not going to change in four more years if... President Trump gets in, amen again. Somebody say amen. I'm trying, you're not supposed to be political as a, yeah, but I'm in the South, baby, and I voted for him and I'll vote for him again. Say amen. Yes, sir. Hey, thank God. He, no matter who gets in there, no matter if Hillary gets in there, no matter if, no matter who gets in there, God is in control and he is sovereign over all. We have a savior this morning. Talk to him. Tell them what's on your heart. We have troubles, but we have help for our troubles. Aren't you thankful for that? Number number two, told you you're going to be fast. Number two, not only do we have a Savior, and I want to say this, that if you don't have a Savior, you're not going to be able to enjoy the rest of these that I'll give you. If you're lost in here, you need to be saved. And I want to say this. How, how do I know if God's dealing with me to be saved? Normally when you ask yourself that question, God wants you to be... God wants to save every man. 
God wants to save every young man. He wants to save every black man, every white man, every Mexican man, every native man. He wants to save everybody. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to him. If you don't have a Savior, I want to say this, you have a Savior, you just need to be saved. Yeah, He's not willing that any, not one, one person, any person who dies and goes to hell will walk over and cross the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Number two, not only do we have the Savior for our times of trouble, for our very few days, we don't, we don't have a long. Number two, we have a sanctuary. Number two, we have a sanctuary. I want to say this, don't neglect the place where there is help. Where are we going to get help? Right here in the church. Right here in the sanctuary. Right here in the house of God. Uh, the Bible says in Hebrews 10.25, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. He, Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave Himself for it. We only have a few more services. We only have a few more days of trouble, even though they're full and they're overwhelming and it seems like it's been bad and it just seems like it's going to keep getting worse. But thank God we can come in here and shut the world off and shut the world out and we can hear a song from heaven and a scripture from God and He'll help us with our troubles and our trials. We have a sanctuary I come in here, I'm so overwhelmed out there. I come in here, I get worried. I got so many, thank the Lord for this. The Lord has allowed our calendar to fill up. I'm preaching for Brother Wampler next Sunday night. Pray for me. In just different places, in different places. And I'm so overwhelmed with what will I, you know what, when I get in those doors and I sat right there. I said, oh, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Aren't you thankful that God is in control of your troubles, your minds? Your brother talked about us not knowing. I said, that's what I prayed this morning. I said, God, I don't know what the church needs. I don't know what we need. We may not be here for you guys. You guys may be here for us. Amen. And I said, I don't know what the church needs. I don't know what, I don't know what I need this morning, but I know this, that I was just going to come into the house of the Lord uh, because there's strength there and there's peace there and there's joy there and there's help there do not neglect the place where God is feeding you and helping you why are the big mega churches and the contemporary churches filled up Uh, because they don't give the church they don't give the people what they need sometimes what we need is not our ears tickled and our flesh tickled we don't ever need that praise God we need something from God we need a word from God and sometimes a preacher's got to get red face in there. Sometimes Brother Burke's got to get in your face and preach uh, on sin. Sometimes he's up, uplift the Savior. But thank God we cannot neglect this place. Amen. The devil did everything in the world to try to get people to neglect this place. And we, under, we understand it was scary where we were. It was scary everywhere. But we're we're back. And he didn't win. The devil didn't win. He didn't win with me. He didn't win with my wife. He didn't win with you if you're here. 
Don't neglect the sanctuary. If you're sick, stay home. Amen? But don't neglect it if you know you can be here. Why is there such a battle, such a fight? This is where you get help. This is where you get help. This is where this is opened up. And you need this. I need this. I need somebody to preach to me. I need somebody to get overly zealous and excited about John 14.1. We need it. I can't explain it all, but I know that we need it. And that we should want it. And we should desire to have it. Number three, not only do we have a Savior sanctuary, we got the Spirit of God lives in our heart. 1 Corinthians 2.10 But God hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Look at uh, Romans 8.14-16 through 16, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we uh, should be one day the children of God. That's not what your Bible says. It says we are right this present moment the children of God. We possess within us the Spirit of God who is able to help us and to lead us and guide us. You say, how am I going to face temptation? How am I going to face it when the doctor says uh, that I only have a few more days? Uh, how am I going to uh, make it if my husband, uh, if my wife, if my children, if they go astray and do it? Because we have the Spirit of God that lives inside of us and He said He'd never leave us nor forsake us. We're sealed until the day of redemption and you and I are able to make it because of the Savior, because of the sanctuary, and because we have the Spirit of God within us. So thank God for it. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. 1 John 4, 2. He leads us. He guides us. Don't quench Him. Listen to what He tells you to do. (laughs) Isn't that good? I can sum up the will of God for your life. I can write a book. It'd be one page. Just do whatever God tells you to do. Don't worry about anybody else. I said, well, so-and-so is going here. I even said this. And I promise I got three more and I'm done. Chips and salsa, brother. Praise God. I didn't get this skinny by not eating chips and salsa. Amen. I said, they're going on the foreign field. I said, God, I want to go. I want to go on. I wanted to go to Albania. I wanted to go to the New England states. Start. Those were just burdens, not calls. I mean, I could watch a video, you know, on TV of a dog that was hungry and it would burden me. Man, I want to give a dollar to that. Dog, I'm just kidding, I wouldn't. But things in your heart that burden you. I'm from Maryland. They treat dogs better than they treat their wives up there, amen? (laughs) Listen, there's things that burden us that aren't really, God doesn't really call us. But I know for a fact, God wanted me to go west and God still wants me to go west. That's what He's told me to do. I'm doing what God's told me to do. You just do what God's told you to do. 
Now, if God tells you to go to South Korea, North Korea, if he tells you to go to Afghanistan, you don't weigh all the things out and say, this is why I can't go or this is why I can't go. Just do what he tells you to do. And that will sum up the will of God. Well, God hasn't told me to do anything right now. You just do whatever he told you to do last. I'm, some, I'm telling you right now in the day and hour that we live in, everything has been over-spiritualized. Just simply do what God has told you to do last and keep on doing it. And if you're faithful in it, I want to say this, even if you mess up and if you're not faithful once, once or twice, God's able to help you. God's willing to uh, be your strength. There are some things in Job full of trouble, few days. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's difficult. So you say, well, I messed up with that. Well, that's okay. Just get back to it. Just get back to it. You say, well, I haven't been in my scripture reading. I haven't been in my Bible reading. I haven't prayed. I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, done what I'm supposed to. Well, just get back to it. Don't over-spiritualize it. Just get back to it. I understand. I understand. We, we want to shake it and we want to. But just get back to it. God's told you. God's told us all to read His Bible, to pray to Him. To love on him, to give to his church, to come to church. Those are just entry level things. But if you've, if you've, if you've struggled in those, I'm not here to beat you up. I'm just here to tell you it's been a bad, bad two years. It's been bad. But we still got the church. We still got a savior. We still got the spirit of God. Number four, we're full of trouble, but thank God we can still be full of truth. We have the scriptures. We have, we have the Word of God to help us in our day, in our hour. We're full of trouble. We are full of trouble, even in our best days. It's why we don't know what we need when we pray. Because we're full, of, we're a mess. We need the Spirit of God. We're a mess on every, on every hand. I mean, even our best, even when we preach our best, or we, we think... We got something down pat. It's still flesh and it's still. But we do have something that the world does not have. This is not a Wall Street Journal and this is not a New York Times. This is the Word of God. And it's more accurate than next month's news. Uh, God already knows what is going to happen and what is going to take place. All I'm doing is simply listening for the sound of the trumpet till He calls us out of here. I have... i got tons of trouble. And you do too. I mean, just little things that I should be over... That I should... Overcome. Man, they, they tackle me up. They mess. You want me to tell you what they are? I'm not telling you what they are. God, tell them to God. Amen. You wanted me to tell you what my sins were. But I got this to help me with my few days and my full of trouble. Full of trouble. Amen. Aren't you thankful that we have the Word of God? Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 119, 105. John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. Isaiah 40, verse number 8, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of God, the word of our God, shall stand forever. Proverbs 30, verse number 5, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. We have number one, we have a Savior. 
We have the sanctuary, the Spirit of God, the uh, the Scripture, number five, and I'll be I'm going to sum these up real fast. We have service. We only have a few more days, and the emphasis we want to make our emphasis on full of trouble because because we are we 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 got a lot of issues, a lot of problems. America as a whole has a lot of issues and a lot, but we have been given a promise that we only have a few more days. What does that mean? That means there's a work for him to do while we still have a few days. Amen. God has given us that. Uh, we, we're, we're full of trouble. What does it say? Man that is born of woman is of few days. Only a couple more days. And that, that encourages me and discourages me at the same time because I'm ready to go, amen. But there are some people uh, that I want to share the gospel with. There's a, a, a community out in the Pacific Northwest. Fifty uh, percent of them have probably never heard the gospel and probably even more than that. And I want to go. I'd only have a little bit more time, but I want to go and I want to share the gospel with them. You and I, we only have a few more days, so it's time to get busy and to do something for the Lord Jesus Christ and that's our service for Him we only have a few days to tell others about Christ Uh, I want to say this uh, it is joyous to us that we only have a few more days because we will be with the Lord Jesus Christ. But for those uh, that uh, reject and uh, do not believe and hear the gospel, uh, their few days should be a hazard to them. Uh, it should make them wake up. I want to say this this morning. If you're not saved, you don't have as long as you think you have. If you die right now without Christ, you'll die and go to hell. You need to trust Him. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. I know preachers have said that for hundreds of years, but you're not guaranteed tomorrow. You only have a few more days. Uh, you only have a little bit of time. Amen. Not only do we have service, but thank God we have the saints. Bear you one another's burdens. So fulfill. That is, it's not just one person coming in here to the sanctuary. It's the saints gathering together. As a body of Christ. Amen. Number seven. You need. Let me say this. You need one another. Brother Burke needs you. Sure. And you need Brother Burke. Amen. Amen. That's good, isn't it? Yes, we need each other. Right. Brother Burke's not above me and I'm not above Brother Burke. Amen. We need each other. We need each other. I'm not above somebody because I'm a missionary and I'm not below him because I'm... We need one another. I'm not above you because I can sing better than you. That's a joke. I can't sing better. I've taught her everything she knows, praise God. She needs me and I need her. Now she may not know why she needs me, but she needs me. Sanctification, praise God. I'm making her more like Christ, her just living with me. Amen. We need one another. We need the saints. Number seven, thank God we heard it this morning. We have a song. I'm, I'm almost done, I promise. I got, I ain't been preaching that long. I know it seems like it. We have a song to help us. And it's not the world song. The world song will, yeah. I mean, if we go to the Mexican and they're playing something, I'm liable to grab the, that don't do nothing for me. At the end of the day, if they're doing karaoke down there at the Mexican place, I may 
I may grab the mic and do a couple. I'm just kidding. I'm not. Their songs, the world's songs, they don't, at the end of the day, they help me in the present moment. You know, they're good. They, there ain't nothing wrong with them. You were trying to figure out what song I was singing. She, she's a, we have a song that the world doesn't have. They have music, but we have a song in our heart to help us. You know why that, those songs that were sung help us in times like these? What was just celebrated yesterday? Because it, there's bad, there's troublesome days. That is supposed to minister to your heart and to help you. You're not going to have victory listening to all the things that the world pushes out every single day and you want to figure out why you are, uh, why you're so down all the time because you don't have a song in your heart. Those songs do for us what those songs don't do for us. They hurt us. These help us. Amen? These tend to our spirit. The world's songs tend to our flesh. We have a song. We're not defeated. We're, we've not lost. We've won. We have a song. And then, uh, but none, uh, let's, Psalm 32, verse 7, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass, compass me about with songs of deliverance. Ephesians 5, 19, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And I'm going to give you this, number 8, and we're going to go through this really fast, but this was a good one. Uh, in our days that are full of trouble, uh, we have uh, eternal security. We're eternally secure in Him. We can rest in Jesus Christ uh, that if, if, if death was to take place, if you're saved by the grace of God, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I'm thankful this morning uh, that no matter what happens, I can never lose my salvation. I didn't do anything to get it. I didn't do anything to gain it. Look at these verses and then we'll be done. If Can I go ahead and have her come to... Go ahead and come to the piano and get ready to sing something for us. The Bible says... Listen to this. I can help you with all the false doctrines out there with these scriptures. John 6.37 I give unto them eternal life and no man can pluck them out of my hand. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me and in, and in him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Ephesians 4.30 The Bible says and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Ephesians 1.13 says in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also after that ye believed Ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. First John 5, 12, 13, and 13. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that ye believe on the name of the Son of God. That ye may know that ye have eternal life. And that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. 
Romans 5, 1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter number 8, verse number 1 and 2, There is therefore now no condemnation. Now, is the Word of God helping you this morning? Romans 8, 1 and 2, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Uh, look at uh, Romans 8, 31, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We have eternal security. And then lastly, we have supplication. Let us come boldly. Let us come boldly. We can pray. We can pray in the day and hour that we live in. We can pray. Uh, we have help from the Lord. If you need help from Him, why don't you just come tell Him I need help? Tell him that you got troubles. He already knows. Tell him that you're feeling like it's over. Thank God. God always does something big when things die. If something don't die every now and again, he can't make it alive. Go tell him that you're a mess. Go tell him that you're full of sin.